We are recording. All right, welcome back to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co-host, Dara Whitman. All right, let's get started. We are continuing on with book one of The Legend of Korra, episodes three, The Revelation, and episode four, The Voice in the Night. All right, let's get started with episode three, The Revelation. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So this is the the episode that we kind of uh, dive into the more of the learn more about the antagonist and the, yeah. that plot thing. I love how like the antagonist is like the part of what is like the equal equalists equalists like i love that that's the antagonist we are equalists like fuck equality <laughs> we don't need your stinking equality again though it's not equality because you're like getting rid of benders and like a, we, as we establish it's not somebody's fault if they're a bender word yeah it's so like it's not really a really equ- messed up kind of i made a comparison to like harrison bergeron dared hasn't read Harrison Bergeron. Nope. She didn't have to read that in middle school like some of us did. I don't um, even remember what we did. Whatever. But, uh. Anyway. <laughs> so let's jump into the synopsis of this episode. Yeah. So we are back in pro-bending season. Uh, so we kind of start off with that early morning practice. And that How nice early line, was it? The morning is evil. It's the morning, so it's it's early enough. I don't know. I think when you think like early, I think like five in the morning. The yeah, sun's true. not up yet, but the yeah. sun was up. So I'm like, it's got to be at least eight. It's when I wake up for work. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they're they're practicing because the the big tournament is coming up soon. But their only thing is they don't have any money. They, well, they broke. Did well when they win matches, they get money, but it goes to like all these different fees, like their you know practice uniform, the fact that they live there, they, they need yeah rent, food, and so they're broke and they need thirty thousand yuans, which is the the form of currency in this world. Also, the name of the currency in China, I believe. Is it? That's a fun fact. Yeah, the yuan is the the currency of China. All right, I have to look that up. Which is sure. weird because like it's like based on anime, which is Japanese. Well, no, this this show has mostly Chinese influences. Uh, yeah, this is very Chinese. Like all the writing, most of the writing you see is Chinese. Uh, um, all right, the more you know. Yeah, so this is a very Chinese influenced show. Um, anyway, so they need thirty thousand yuans to participate in this tournament, and they're flat broke. So they have to find a way. How are we going to get this money? So antics ensue. Uh, Bolin is like, let me get. My beautiful fire ferret, which is the what they're named after. Looks like a fox, though. <laughs> yeah, a fox ferret. Yeah, it, well, the fire ferret is Pabu. That's his name. Um, in in our world, I guess you would say, um, the animal is we call it a red panda. So uh. it is a real animal. Uh, they just call it by a different name. They call it fire ferrets there. And so he's he's gonna make it a nice show, mm-hmm. a nice show with fire ferret. Try to get some money, and that that doesn't work. Nope. That's just it doesn't work. So, but but an old acquaintance kind of strolls by and he's like in his in his car his name is shady shin so you know he's a good guy yeah anybody whose name is shady you're like i i automatically trust him but he works for the uh the triple threats i think uh one by of the way terrible name for a gang the triple threats the tri- well tri- look because they have all three elements in them still it's a terrible name for triple a gang triads. i thought that was kind of cool anyway so a guy from the triple threats is like hey you got a job for you boy we'll give you some cash money and he's like uh, all right, man. Cash money. Let's By go. the way, what was I know like what happens, but what was the job? The job? No, they were just it, uh, security. That's all I have here. Okay. Because like I was, I mean, like what, probably just some muscle. Considering work. what comes up later, mm-hmm. I didn't know what the job was. Yeah. So um, doing that, and then we flash over, and I forgot this uh, on until I rewatched this scene 
Uh, but Mako was doing some work at a power plant, and he was doing doing his uh, lightning bending. I thought that was, I don't know. I like, really like the the layout of that scene. I think it just looks really cool. And yeah. you see kind of people using bending for more like uh, work, physical work. Yeah, like actual like work work. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I just it's like those little world building things that really I really like. And so that happens. Then we go back to Air Temple Island, and Cora is trying to do some airbending. She's getting better. She's getting better. She's doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. And she's hanging with the girls. And then uh, their names are and Iki. I'm not sure if you knew that. And then, so she's doing that, and then she's finishing up, and then somebody, a boy, walks in the background, and they're like, "Cora, is that the firebending boy that drives you crazy?" And like, we're crazy in a good way. Or crazy like you like him. <laughs> That's the exact line. But, right there. Yeah. By the way, okay. So I know, like the I know that there's a love triangle because yes. a, a because I think you told me too. It's pretty obvious. They lay it out pretty early on. Yeah. Two. Has she actually been showing like real interest in him? It didn't seem like. I, it's more like the look, like you know, like the the look where like a guy and a girl. It's like you know they're going to end up together and they have like a look, but they don't really do anything. But like they we even talked about the, we even look. We even talked about the bit where they like were staring at each other. Court clearly wasn't staring towards Lock. Yeah. She's staring at the arena. We, we talked about this. Yeah, but no, but even I get then, it. Look, I get it, Corey. He's like the bad boy. That doesn't mean he's nice and brooding. I look, look as somebody who watches a lot of television. It's really easy to fall for the bad boy. No, scratch that. I would say it's easy to fall for the bad boy. Only the bad boy, unlike Mako, is charming. Ooh, tell him. I'm not saying I know. Nothing. I dislike Mako. He seems like a nice guy. He just ain't yeah. charming. Well, he's he's out. Well, I feel like he gets more in this episode. But um, the thing is, well, like look at it this way. She's lived on kind of like this in the middle of nowhere for her whole life on like this this small plot of of land. She's been pri- kind of a uh, uh, sheltered. So probably that, like the first time she saw a boy that was remotely good looking, she's like, I gotta get on that. Owen Bullen's not good looking. I I don't I don't know, man. I. I question her taste. Look, I get it. Like, you find a guy and you never seen like a cute guy before, your vagina gets wet. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a cute show, everyone. Um, so, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Like, let's be honest here. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good discussion on that. Anyway, so but so Mako's like, hey, have you seen Bovin? And she's like, nah. He's like, oh. That, that, yeah, I mean, that's one aspect I do like like about him. Like, there is like motivation. There's like something he cares about. Yeah, exactly. No, that it's it is. A, he he has pretty clear like intentions as yeah, a character. His baby brother. I mean, they're only a few years apart, but I don't know. His I, younger I, brother. I, just, I just wasn't sure it was younger. Yeah, yeah, his younger brother. Okay. Um. So he's got to protect his younger brother and make the dough and get by. And so I then respect that. Yeah. And then yeah. So then they go. They, they got to go and they got to get the tip from the kid. They gotta go find out. They're like, all right, he was here last. What happened? And like, the little kid's like, they weren't giving me money, Sherry. Yeah, I called him the artful dodger. The artful dodger. <laughs> but yeah, and so he's I like, can't oh. really that way. Except he doesn't do like that kind of accent. He's got like a Cockney accent. Yeah, kind of. But uh, anyway, so and then there's like gonna be a turf war brewing. That's the right. Is yeah, that I think thing? that was the thing. There's gonna be like a fight, and then it turns out not a fight. Not a fight, yeah. And so what happens is they find out he's been taken by the Equalists. Dun dun dun. There was a really cool fight scene that yeah, that was just after that. Yeah, I I, I like the way because like this is like it's very like the way that they because like it looked like there was like smog that night, so like yeah. it's very like tinted. Yeah, like there really wasn't much color. Yeah, it's really tinted, which I like, and also kind of felt like noirish. Yeah, I love that. I love that look of like the the city at night and everything's kind of shady. Yeah, and that I just love that fight scene because I think the um because it's 
uh, chi blockers. That's who they are. And yeah, the like uh, that, chi blockers. that one girl. And so they move so cool. Yeah. I love it. That's yeah. like that one girl in the original who's Ty Lee. Thank you. Yeah. Who like, if you just like hit the right points and then they stop bending. Was it stop bending or no, because they did stop bending in the original, but I also remember like they would just like be like, uh, yeah, like, uh, like what, paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it does both depending on what what you do, but yeah. So th- I I really like that fight scene, which is a good skill. Really it is. It's a it's especially and it makes sense if you're equalists and you want to make everyone equal, you stop them from bending. Again, if you really want to be equals, you just like show people how to do that in case they are actually in a fight, and then something else will bring up later. Yeah, and so so that happens, and they get in the fight, and they're like, oh man, it's getting real. We got to find out where all these equalists are so we can get. Our our good friend Bolin back. Yeah. Also, like I brought up like Katniss, like the fact that like she doesn't really like go into something. She didn't go into she doesn't go into something because like she's like, oh, I got to do the right thing. I got to fight for the benders. It's like, no, I got to save my friend. Yeah. I'm not doing I'm like, I know I'm the chosen one. Right. But I got to save my friend. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, so they got to go find out where these equalists are. So then they go back to the park where we saw the that equalist protest mm-hmm. in the first episode. And then uh, li- maybe a little bit of romance. And so, yeah, then they're like, well, they're like sitting under, they're sitting against the polar bear dog and they're having a talk. And he's like, oh, he's like, my parents were killed by a firebender. I was eight years old. Again, this just points out that it's not benders, it's firebenders that are the assholes. <laughs> I know. Well, there's a couple of different points where like firebenders are like brought up as like being really violent and I'm like, yeah, it couldn't have spread it out a little bit. I, I that's that's kind of racist well, I mean, firebenders. Isn't the only, isn't like really we're the really only good firebenders like at all were like Zuko and Iroh. Yeah. Well in the original, but but it's they just and I know the war is long gone. I know Mako's a firebender too, so like, technically he's a good guy. Yeah. I um, would I'm like Hashtag most firebenders. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not all firebenders. Whatever. So and then uh, I pointed out the fact that like he like lifts up his scarf and I'm like, they forget to animate his lips. Oh, because he was like being like really moody, so he puts his scarf up and he's like, he's like, my parents are dead. I love how that's romance. Dubs loved how that's romance. My parents are murdered. My parents are murdered. You want to do it? <laughs> they could have. I mean, anyway. Uh, so yeah, so we had a little bond in there. We got a little backstory about how these poor orphan children. So the main character has both parents. The other characters, nah, got nothing. Yeah. Anyway, so. Then they fall asleep on each other. Yeah. And then they wake up and it's like, ah. it's like one of my fan fictions. Oh. Really? Yeah. I thought you didn't like them together. No, I don't. No, no. That was a joke. I, about that. I don't like most fiction. romantic comedies when like they're waiting yeah, for something it's a very, and they like, fall asleep on each other. Kind of setup. Yeah. So anyway, see, we got that little ship moment, that little ship tease for those who or into that, I guess. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Again, then, like, a, it's like, I mean, it's the third episode. Could I, could this ship grow and, like, sail pretty well? Sure. sink terribly. Okay. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, third episode and, like, you can, like, set up something. I'd be like, like, like with most shows, like, sometimes, like, if they, like, start setting up something, I'm like, really? And then, like, eventually it grows. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, well, we will see. We will get those thoughts. Really? Because by the way you're talking, doesn't seem like it's going to end well. Uh, I just, no, I just, uh, I just get flashbacks when I first start watching this show. And even before I knew like what was going to happen, even though it was really obvious, um, like in the, that first season, I just didn't like it. Cause I don't like, um, like forced couples or it's like, it's a guy. It's like the Avril Lavigne song where it's like, she was like, he was a boy. She was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? And I'm like. 
yeah, you could develop it a little better. Uh, well, that's a song. That's like no, well, that's two minutes, and you need some music. I'm just, I, I, it's an example. Anyway, so we are getting off topic because we will have plenty of time to talk about that kind of stuff in a next episode. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so then they find out the um the pro the the protest guy again, and then they're like, mm, it's the revolution, man. Yeah, and also like by the way, like. Cora kind of like goes up to him to like try to find out where Bolin is. Again, I, I, I'm like, I'm on her side because like obviously you want to find your friend. Mm-hmm. But like not really proving the point that all benders aren't like assholes. Because mm-hmm. like clearly like she because she does some bending just like beat like to beat him up a bit to basically like hey where where is my friend yeah and so yeah she's a little pushy and you're like hey, you're starting to understand okay i know you understand a little bit where these people are coming from doesn't mean i agree with them but i understand well, a little I mean, more like also because like i'm not upset like again i'm not upset with Cora because she wasn't like doing this to be like yeah like, hey like fuck you equalist like no i'm i'm trying to get my friend back yeah no understand. again good motivation that's not like fighting the bad guys. Yeah, good, good for her. Mm-hmm. So they they figure out about this. There's this rally that they got to go to, and then like that. There's a map on the back of the flyer. Mm-hmm. Spoiler: that was kind of obvious. So then they got to go to the secret rally. They got to kind of disguise a little bit. I love their disguise. It was so like 1920s. I'm like, yeah, Cora had the like the cute hat. Yeah, also like Mako's hat, just because they got like the kind of hat. I just yeah. love their outfit was so cute. I'm like looking at a picture of it right now. I have the wiki up. Um, so it's a good good outfit. I want so that they hat. gotta sneak inside and, and then they're like, you have the invitation. And then yeah, you mean this thing? And they pull out the poster. That just reminded me of um the movie Eyes Wide Shut, and it's like Tom Cruise mm. and basically like he's bored with Nicole Kidman, so he has to go like to a club to have an orgy. Yeah. Like you do, and he has to get in <laughs> and he's like Excuse me, I have to get in and have an orgy. Thank you. <laughs> well though there was an orgy, basically like the thing is like they need the password, which is why I said Fidelio, because like that's the way they kinda acted. Uh, but then there's more to the plot anyway. Right. So they get in and then the the whole thing starts and then we finally get to see The Revelation. Amon. Oh, I was gonna say Amon, who's the, <laughs> yeah. the leader of the equalists. He wears a mask and he likes to talk a lot. He's like V. He's like, yeah, yeah, I would say. He's V from V for Frendetta. And he's like, the the spirits gave me this power. And I, Firebender killed my family. I'm pretty sure that's where so he's So he's like V and a televangelist. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird, terrible mix of the two. Um, so he's like, oh, spirits gave me this power to take people's bending away. And everyone's like, that sounds fake, but okay. So he well, demonstrates. But we should also point out like they take the bending power away for good. For it's good. not like yeah, the not, other way. Not which, like the chi blocker where it's like temporary. This is like permanent, like you done. Yeah, like the other no things, like bender. it'll be away for, like originally they would take away for like 20 minutes and then mm-hmm. you were good. Yeah. And it's like, nope, forever. Yeah. So. I was like, okay. So he demonstrates by taking out this, this gang leader, this lightning bolt Zolt. Uh, this guy who can lightning bend. One firebend. You did a little bit of firebending. Well, it's, I know it's to lightning bend, you have to be a firebender. Yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, so he try he fights lightning bolt salt and lightning bolt salt loses horribly, uh, and then he gets his bending taken away. Yeah, so basically, it's, really creepy, it's basically like the same thing as the po- pokey paralyzing thing, mm. but instead you get like the neck and then like the temporal lobe. Yeah, the, the or like right here. Yeah, isn't it where? Um, I, I, I don't know it, anything about the brain. Oh, no, 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 no. I was thinking that, isn't it like where Aang, like, yeah. did the energy bend thing and, like, hit uh, the Fire Lord? Yeah. And then got red hit bending? Yeah. Thanks, Aang. <laughs> Thanks, Aang. Aang is the new Obama, where we just go, thanks, Aang. I know you, I know you saved the world and stuff, but... <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then you're like, oh, man. This ain't good. It's real. Like, this is some legit 
kind of stuff here. Yeah. So then they bring up the other people who are going to get there. Benning Including Bolin. Which yeah, is, Bolin is there. and He's the Bolin. last one, obviously, because yep. you need to save because, him. Because, you know, you got to get that time in. Uh, so then they're like, man, we got to stop this rally. So then they go stop the rally. Korra has a little fight with uh, that one dude. And there's an the explosion. Doorman. Yeah. There's an explosion. There's steam everywhere and then uh, fighting. And then they escape. Hooray. Right after Mako flings the guy across the room, that is a personal highlight of the episode for me where he just whoosh, Hooray. flings the guy across. And so they get out. and But then they're stopped by the lieutenant, who is the second in command to him on. He has the big lightning sticks. Yeah, lightning yeah. rods. And so they fight that guy. And he's a little scary because he makes things go sparky, sparky. But they get out. They fight, then they get out. They fight, they get out, they escape, and everything is good, sort of. Although I did like the part where, like, uh, Bolin's, like, on the ground, and then Five, Naga... One, two, get on your back. Yeah. <laughs> or just, like, Naga, maybe, like, throw him on your back. I like how, like, Cora's like, Mako, I'll save you. And then, like, Naga's like, I got the other one. This is fine. Apparently nobody cares about Bolin, even though we just saved his life. Or his bendingness. <laughs> I don't think he would have died. No, he wouldn't have died, but he would have. That would have been. Away. That would have been even like worse. I mean, I, I feel oh, like it's terrible. I feel like if this wasn't a kid show, they probably do the thing where like you get rid of the bending bars, but it also kills them. <laughs> but like you also just die inexplicably. Yeah, and so then, um, and then so then we go back to Air Temple Island, and then Tenzin's like, "Yo, Korra, what's up?" And Korra's like, "Oh man, I just saw some things go down." And he's like, "What?" that's impossible and she's like nah man it's nope, possible um, no this is bad and uh is that the end yeah and that's, that's pretty much where we I end found, it's an interesting way it ended because like she's like clearly not okay yeah it's we leave this episode and the next episode both leave off on a very like unsteady unsure like kind Which of I downer like. notes yeah no, it's good. Yeah, it's I mean, a good I kind of end the episode. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like the idea that, like, oh, like obviously, like there was the way where you like, because obviously she's ever dealt with people who can like take away your power even for like temporary. Yeah. But then you're kind of like, all right, yeah, I got rid of, like my power's not around anymore. But like, it's like what twenty minutes? I'll be fine. No yeah. deal. The fact that, like, oh, here's a guy who can take it away for good. Right. And I think like it's kind of establishing more in the next episode, saying like, yeah, like if you don't have these bending powers, I'm like, what are you? Mm-hmm. Which is also why like I'm kind of like thinking like, hey, you equalist. You can't just, like, get rid of the bending powers because you're going to ruin people's lives. Yep. Like, it's not an A. It's not their fault that they're a bender. They're born that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We're getting into some deep discussion here. What makes a person a person? What yeah. makes a bender a bender? What makes a non-bender a non-bender? So that pretty much wraps up that episode, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what were your overall thoughts on this episode? We kind of, we are past that kind of pilot point and we're really starting to get to know the antagonist, uh, really diving into that plot. So, yeah, uh, kinda, what are your thoughts? I on really that? like this episode because, like, I mean, it was like pretty, it was, it felt like it was pretty simple. Just like, hey, this guy gets kidnapped, let's go save him. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, I really like the way it looked. Like, it was very noirish and, like, just like classy looking. Yeah. I like the, I like, I like Horace hat. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Highlights of the episode hat. <laughs> it was a nice hat. And I, I mean, I really like the fact that, like, it's, it's interesting because, like, usually you don't find out, like, the villain's, like, plan until, like, mm-hmm. much later. It's like, oh, episode yeah. three, here's the plan. Yeah, that's, it's it. We're going to get rid of all their bending powers. That's not really, the mystery here isn't what the bad guys are going to do. They're very upfront about mm-hmm. it because it's it's more of, a, it's a social movement, really. Yeah. It's not just a couple of guys in a room doing, like, hey, we're going to do this stuff. It's, it's mobilizing a, a social movement of non-benders feeling like they're oppressed and they want to take power but is it really are they really equal or is it a power move or is it what so that's where the discussion is on that and we will well clearly like if you're saying like oh yeah we're gonna be like equal 
Like, yeah, because like the benders have been like, like, t- like, have been like ruling us for a long time, which seeing in the next episode, I've got points about that. Ooh, yeah. But also, but like the fact of the matter is like, just like getting rid of them, you're basically as bad as whatever. I don't, it didn't seem that the benders even want to get rid of the people who are not better. No. They just like treat them like shit. Yeah. And it's not even, we don't even really see them getting treated badly, but it seems more like something that's, oh, I yeah, think I said start- this last episode, it's more deeply ingrained in the society where it's like benders, they have more perks because they have like these extra abilities non-benders don't so you can really and um even well that's that's more of a next episode thing that we can get into um but you kind of start to see how where some of those differences are i just thought of something although i just thought of something but i I might be wrong and you can either probably just say no i'm wrong until like the end and then i'll be surprised is like because like the amon's gonna be like revealed like who he who he is like later on Mm -hmm. Is that one of Ang's kids? Because I know one of them's a non-bender. I will say there was a, back when this series was first airing, there was a lot of crazy theories on who Amon secretly was, and that was so funny just to see the different things that people would say. Some people were like, "It's Ang," really? How can it be Ang? That doesn't make any sense because he's dead. And they're like, "But it could be Ang." No, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but so so there are a lot of different theories and a lot of different ways it could go. Um, I will not comment on who it is. Yeah, it's not, I mean, uh, just kind of keep I was building because like maybe yeah. like uh, the other the one kid who's a waterbender and then obviously Tenzin would be like maybe treated like a bit differently because they're actually benders. But then again, I don't see Ang and Katara treating one of their kids like crap. Yeah, because they're not a bender. I feel I feel like they'd be pretty good with all their kids. But, like, I just thought about the, like, it would suck if, like, you were the only non-bender out of... Yeah. Maybe they had a fourth kid who probably wouldn't be <laughs> a, a bender. A secret kid. <laughs> there you go. Problem solved. <laughs> that's who Amon is, the secret kid. Um, so, yeah. So, that's kind of... Um, where else? Any any other comments on this episode before we move on? Uh, no. I mean, it was left solid simple like i i would say like i didn't think i was about to think like oh this kind of felt like filler but like it's not really not filler because you get a huge plot point yeah you you will you get it's kind like, of that that revelation yeah if you will, like it's i'd the, say it's kind of like it's fillery up until like the climax end basically yeah. and then yeah. you like obviously get like the thing that they're probably gonna have to the defeat plot. over the series or just yes, the season that main antagonist yep it's for this for those i know because i know like this uh season was only supposed to be like a mini series so I'm yeah like, it's only 12 episodes so i'm thinking like is this gonna end at the or the end uh, we'll say we will we will find out all right so yeah i think a lot of this discussion of this episode and the next episode they, they're very similar i feel um so we will have to continue with that when we review the next episode so stay tuned and we will be back with episode four the voice in the night episode of book one legend of Korra, the voice in the night all right let's get started the voice, the the voice in the night. night this is kind of a it's kind of a downer episode really uh not no last episode was kind of a downer episode i guess i think this episode was darker yeah no this episode was downer yeah i'm trying to think i'm like what happened to this episode but yeah this it was a downer and a downer. dark it was darker it was darker because we we're we we're we're furthering kind of exploring some of the more antagonistic elements of this this season. Mm-hmm. So let's get started with that synopsis. Oh, we start off with the dream sequence. Yeah. I Did th- you know that was a dream sequence? I assumed it was. Yeah. 
Because, like, why would why would Amon, like, just go into... Hey, how did he know we're... Actually, it's probably pretty, probably pretty obvious where Cora's, like, staying. Yeah. But then why would you, like... And it's kind of, like, it's like, near the end of the episode. Why would you want to take the Avatar's power away now? Yeah. Like, that's something... She hasn't really done anything wrong yet. So people like her. Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess I didn't think about it that way. I was thinking just kind of, like, like, hey, like, why would you want to take... Like, why would you just go in there and take a power away now? Like, don't you want, like, a big fight or whatever? But it does make more sense that, like, you need people not to like her. Yeah, exactly. That's, well, that's what you he said. He's like, power. you'll be viewed as a martyr if this happens now. And then so we you gotta wait. Yeah, so then they, they've they already lost before they really got out of the gate. Um, so... And you complained that she was wearing shoes to bed. And I know. Well, like, she has 30 things inside of Mon comes in and attacks. And then she wakes up and, like, the cold sweat kind of kind of wake up and she's wearing shoes and i thought that was weird well why, maybe they're because i know like bed? i've had them they're like kind of like slip they're like slippers like shoes but they're kind of like really like thin so they're i have them no it was the regular shoes that she wears like on the I'm, street. No, 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 i'm not i'm just saying like they might be like one of those like they're like really really like thin so they're kind of like sock like i guess but they're thick enough to be shoes so that like you can actually like you know what well, i've got socks like that i don't know they're nice homegirls wearing shoes to bed it's weird um so she doesn't wear the same clothes to bed technically yeah like like it made sense PJs. when like and Katara and Sokka did that because they were traveling around yeah, yeah exactly now she's have tends and take you to like Chinese Macy's or something well, also know. like he gave you other airbending clothes he doesn't have any airbending pajamas I'd, I guess not also why is your hair still up like that like that looks I uncomfortable she, I, I really question this girl's sleeping habits we, I think she needs an intervention um, and so yeah so that's kind of like that person you know and she's she's kind of she's she's freaked out because she had that experience with Mon and she's like that's well, kind of freaky well who wouldn't be I'd be freaked out if I had she is yeah she is because well also in the, the dream sequence you kind of hear it's like if I take your bedding away you are nothing and I think that says a lot about Korra's character because she's like yeah I'm the avatar like she accepts it wholly um and that's but that's it that's well, kind of that's all she's been trained to accept exactly like that's all she knows herself as is the avatar yeah, so she if she doesn't bend if she's not the avatar then, then what is she what is she exactly so that she needs a hobby that's not air bending yeah maybe or, pick up a guitar yeah maybe yeah or like fixing cars nice yeah i think that or would like be nice. karate you can do that yeah just like some art maybe some finger painting yeah anyway so next scene uh we're at city hall and we get to look at the council because we know tenson is a councilman but we don't know much about the other council so there's like five of these guys each representing the different nations yep um so you know you got your your air nation you got mm-hmm. your uh, earth nation you got your fire nation and you got your you got a two for the water tribe. You got a northern guy and a southern guy. And so we get to see Tarlock, who looks really creepy. Like, you just look at the guy and you're like, hmm, something's up with that guy. Point. Yeah. One, I hate him. <laughs> hate him. <laughs> Done. Hold up. He's- Only one episode and we're going to hate this guy. Well, I'm like, this guy's going to be, like, this guy's a dick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. And then, like, two, I want to bring up this point about, like, the equalist. Mm. Here's something that to be equal. Put some non-benders on the council. Yeah. That's that's the thing. This the they're, Everyone on the council is a bender. So there's no non-bending representation in the government of Republic City. And that's bad. And yeah. Like, hey, instead of, like, taking away these, like, bender powers, why don't you be like, hey, can you put a non-bender on the council? Yeah. You, you really You're have done. To, it starts. It all starts. It's, all, it's very political. Everybody it just needs to, like, calm down. Let's think about this politically, like, logically, not go killing people or yeah. bend, non-bending. We need some uh, democracy up in here. That's hey. really. We need, we need some good representation. No taxation without representation. Hey. Yeah. So what's his, what's the guy's name again? Tarlock? 
Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> and so and so Tarlock is like being terrible and he's like, I want an anti equalist task force, whatever, and so, you know, that's fine. Yeah, I don't mind I I don't really mind that, like kind of. Yeah. I don't I, don't, I mean I don't hate the idea. I hate the second idea mm-hmm. that comes up later. Yeah. Um so that's it. And then we're practicing airbending while listening to the radio and there's a message from Amon and she's like Oh yeah, I wanted to bring this up. Yeah. The music transition in between like oh, yeah, was yeah. weird. <laughs> I like the music but like it was just because like it's such like, it a down weird, yeah. it's like a down point but then he was, it was like, like really serious and then it goes do 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 Yeah, it was a weird transition. It was a weird transition um, from that scene. It was a very very jarring I guess. Yeah, I think you just needed some like like down like a bum 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 kind of like, like a, minor key yeah. music and then go to that. Yeah. Uh, and then Amon is like on the radio. He's being creepy, and uh, Cora's like, "No bueno." Um, and then ah yes, and then we go to our B plot, which is Mako. oh yeah, B plot. Ma- Mako's walking around, and he's like, "Oh man, things are going well." Except he gets hit <laughs> on a moped by our next main character, who we finally get to see. Our, our main uh, mm-hmm. crew finally comes to fruition. Uh, the lovely Asami Sato. Oh, she's pretty. She's so pretty. I love her. Oh I my god, her, her hair is like magnificent. <laughs> she has like the greatest hair flip, and you're like, oh, hello. And then like I point out because like she was like uh, she was like super nice, and like I know she's the main character, so she's not like I don't think like I don't know if you like maybe like thought that I thought this. I don't think she's like a villain mm-hmm. or a bad guy, but yeah. I like I maybe from like stuff I've seen, I thought she was supposed to be like a bitch. Yeah, and she didn't like she seemed like. I don't know if I want to hang out. I think I need to I need to know more about her. Yeah, I think that was well, I'll probably talk about this in later episodes. Um about how I think Asami kind of comes off. I think automatically when you see here you're like, "Mm, something's kind of shady." Uh, cuz she's like she's like the other girl who comes by and then she is Oh, that's going to bother me. The other girl. I'm like, "No, cuz she seems like a better fit for Mako." Yeah, we're dumb. Again, um, Clearly, I think Bowen. So again, I don't hate like it's kind of the thing. Like I don't hate Mako, but like I don't think that him and him and Cora are like a hundred percent perfect. I mean, obviously, you don't need a hundred percent perfect fit, but they don't seem like a even like a decent Enough. fit. Yeah, I yep. get it. He's a he's broody, but still, <laughs> calm yourselves, ladies. Um. So anyway, so Asami's like, oh yo, I'm I'm a fan of pro Hey, bro, you wanna you wanna get some dinner? And he's like, oh yeah, I'll take that, take you up on that. Date. Oh yeah. By the way, I'll say this, and this is probably why I also like I prefer Asami with Mako because mm-hmm. Mako got a bit charming and adorable. Yeah, he was cute with Asami. Yeah. So that's why I kind of like he got them a little together. heart eyes. He got little hearts flying around. His so head. see, I, that's why I think that's, she's a pretty lady. I think that's why I liked it better than him and Cora because Cora's just like, I'm broody. I'm very like. <laughs> and i'm like okay um and so so that, that's our b plot and then we go back to our a plot and we are on air temple island and they're having dinner they, they're, they're they're about to eat food and then tarlick comes in he's like hey you guys busy hey you guys doing anything and i'm like shut up hey hey what you guys doing all right uh and shut so up you dingle like, hopper oh man they're like and then he so he sits down he just starts doing his thing um they don't give him a plate though which i kind of like <laughs> and it's what oh yeah Tenza's wife was mad oh she was not happy what's her name again pema pema i keep forgetting but i really like the name yeah but yeah she was like really she's <laughs> she gives him the look and he gives her like the the shrug it's a very like married couple yeah. kind of exchange um and so tarlock and cora finally like meet officially mm-hmm. um and so he kind of uh he's like hey you're really cool and she's like mm, thanks and he's like hey i'm starting a task force you want to beat up some equalists and she's like no nah. and everyone's super surprised because we're like we thought you really like to beat up stuff and she's like no nah. 
Um, Which, okay, so, like, I want to bring up this point because yeah. the other, like, thing, he's like, oh, yeah, let's have the Avatar on our team. Why would you do that? Okay, she's probably, like, your most, like, valuable, like, person. Yeah, she can fight. She can fight, but she's also your most valuable person. But if she loses her bending. Exactly. If she loses her bending, y'all are screwed. Yeah, everyone is screwed. So don't put the Avatar on your team. Yeah, like smart. It, maybe, like, let her get to, like, when she can, like, get into the Avatar state and she knows airbending a bit. Yeah. And then maybe then, because then she'll know what she's, like, doing. Or A, also figure out a way so that this, like, permanent going away bending thing doesn't work anymore. Yeah, fix that. Yadi, fix that first. But yeah, make her, like, immune. If you make her immune to the non-bendy thingy. Yeah. Then, th- and then, of course, but she's not immune. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, So, I'm like, yeah, good. I mean, yeah. obviously, that's not Cora's reasoning. Like, her reasoning, we, like, uh, figure it out. She's scared. She's freaked out, yeah. Which, again, I get. Scary. But scary. Still, like, I wish, like, somebody's reasoning would have been, like, if I lose my bending power, this isn't good. Mm-hmm. Like, guys. Tell them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. But, uh, so, yeah. And she's, like, no. And everyone is super surprised. But, you know, she's a little freaked out. So then we go back to the B-plot. Because that's what we do. B-plot. Uh, so Mako goes on his nice date. He gets all nice dressed up. And at this, it's called Kwong's Cuisine. And, uh, yeah, it's, like, a super seen- nice, it's super high end. And so he gets all fancy up. Yeah, like, whenever she said that, like, I assumed she was rich, so. Yeah. I didn't, I honestly, like, kind of thought she was just kind of, like, a rich patron person. Yeah, so she's, she's, uh, so they're on her, their date, and it's, it's going nice. And then she casually mentions that, uh. Her dad is Henry Ford. Her dad is essentially the Henry Ford of the Avatar universe. And because, no big deal. yeah, so. She's loaded. Yeah. She's got And then I'm dough. like, hey, y'all need 30 grand. Uh-huh. Just get it in there. Yeah. We're good to go. Yeah. That's... Well, we may not get it in there because you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but cl- like, I don't think he actually really needs to do that because like clearly like she's into preventing and really likes the team. Yeah. But I don't know. Why does she like that team specifically? I, I mean, they're the underdogs. It's cool. And I, and most I of, like them. And you know, they're all pretty people. Mm. All of them are very pretty. Yeah. But so they're very, they're very pretty team. Yeah. Team Avatar is very attractive mm-hmm. this time around. Anyway, so, um, so then she's like, he's like, hey, yeah, you want to meet my dad? And he's like, yeah, I want to meet your rich dad. Uh, and then, then we go back to the A plot again. And then, uh, so Cora keeps getting these gifts from. Uh, well, she gets all, She gets one from Bolin. Oh yeah, but Bolin stops by, and he's like, hey, thanks for saving me. And he's just really cute. Yeah, about like, it. and by the way, like he didn't get like. I mean, obviously, like, you wanted like give somebody gets a gratitude for like you know saving your life, mm-hmm. but that's a but like it's like a flower and a cupcake. That's romantic. It was a romantic gesture, and she doesn't get it. I don't think. I think it just kind of goes over her head. No, because she's into the birdie guy. He's into the birdie guy. So again, sorry, I like your brother. <laughs> again, like. I don't mind it if somebody falls with a broody guy. I've seen many television shows, but those broody guys also were a bit charming. Yeah. So I was okay with them. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just saying. Bolin, and Mako's charming nice. when he's with Asami. Yes. Wait, isn't this kind of like a love square that... How many love triangles? <laughs> it's, yeah, it is more like a love square at this point, I guess. It's, it's, a, it's a... We'll talk more about this. It's like episode. a Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, where where are we in this plot? Or here? there's like two love triangles or nobody. <laughs> two love triangles, they kind of... Or nobody, nobody. It's like a star of David. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Anyway. Um, and so... And so Tarlac starts giving her gifts and then Bolin is cute and then we go back to B-plot and... Uh, Mako meets Asami's dad, Hiroshi Sato, and then he's like, hey, I want to sponsor your team because my daughter really likes your stuff. And he's like, yeah, so they have money now. 
Yeah. Yay. And also, because there's a point where you basically, like, all you want you to do is, like, wear, like, your symbol, like, on your uniform. Yeah. And I thought there was going to be, like, a plot point coming up about, like, them, like, selling out, which would have made me mad. Because, uh, like, I don't like, like, like it's not selling out. It's I want to keep doing what I want to do. Right. And somebody's giving me money to do it. Yeah, they told me to do it, like, one little thing. Yeah. Like, fine. Yeah, but that's not really where the plot goes. It's just kind of... It's, okay. it's, yeah, it, I'm it talking about that. Wrong. I'm like, oh, thank God. No, sorry, yeah. plot. Yeah, that would have been a... a yeah, it would, it, would have been, it would have been an unnecessary side plot, I think. I don't know if it comes up later, but like... Um, yeah, no. Um, okay, good. Anyway. But, <laughs> so, finally, Tenzin's gifts... Tarlock, sorry. Tarlock's gifts are dumb, and so he throws a party for Korra. There you go. A nice a gala, if you will. I thought it was pronounced gala. Is it gala or gala? I say gala. I say gala, too. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a Pennsylvania thing. I don't... Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I ran it. I helped, like, run a gala, and I called... We called it a gala. Yeah. That's weird. I've heard some... I have heard some people say gala, though. Gala, gala or gala. So it's a party, essentially. It's a dance, and everybody uh, looks really pretty. Yeah. Everybody dresses up. Looks very nice. Although you're pointing out that, like, Cora and Tenzin's, like, outfits just look like... No, well, ten, all the airbenders' outfits are, like, the same, but they wear, like, a robe over it. And I'm like, that... that You're just being lazy at By that By the point. way, why did they bring the kids? Please, please properly dress your children why did they even bring the kids? This is like know. an adult party. Yes, they couldn't find a babysitter. How did they not find a ba- babysitter? I don't know. There's like, a lot of people who live on that island, but I don't know why they couldn't just find. Also, we never really talk about that either. Like, there's like other people who live on Air Temple Island. Oh, there's, I just like, kind of assume that. Yeah, but like they're like they're called acolytes, so they don't they can't airbend, but they follow the lifestyle of airbenders. So that's a side note. And they couldn't take the care of the kids. I don't know why they couldn't take also, care of the kids. Also, like one of the kids is like 11 or 12. Like they, she can get take care of the kids. <laughs> I started babysitting at 12. Oh, true. Same though. Um, so, um, so then there's a party, mm-hmm. and everybody's being party, and that's where uh, Cora finally sees Asami, and then she's, uh, she's and I think she's got a sketch of her. There. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd be kind of wondering, like, why are like, Mako Belinda here? Who dis? Who dis? Lady, you didn't tell me about the lady. But again, she like I know she seemed like upset, but she didn't seem that upset. Yeah. And it's kind of like, oh yeah, like the sponsor thing. I mean, I know she's like, Granite Cora's got a lot on her mind. Yeah. Like she's got this like. The fact that she can lose her bending power, she's got. There's a lot, she's got a lot going on in her head right now. She's got this guy that she likes. Like, yeah. it's, I think it's more like her brain mixing Boys. with her hormones. Like, it's just word. It's like I get it, but yeah. like, um, so so that so that happens, and then people are it's party 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 party, and then she gets bombarded Ambush. by the journalists because Tarlik's like, hey, come this way. Oh, there's just journalists. Ask them some questions. Which okay, was bye. A, which was like totally planned. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, he totally arranged for it because he essentially corners her mm-hmm. into saying, and because all these journalists are like, ah, is this guy serious? Why aren't you doing anything to help? Are you scared? But and she's like, I ain't scared. I will do, I will join the task force and we will mess yeah. some stuff up. Yeah. And I was like thinking, like, hey, like I wish like, I would been like, hey, I'm the avatar. Do you really want me to like lose that? Guys. If you really need me, like maybe like let me finish all my training, yeah, and then we'll figure out a way to do it. Yeah, seriously, like, calm down. Yeah, and then so it's like, yo, for real. And so then, but then she joins the task force, and then they I'm go like, beat some well, okay. people up. Yeah, so then you see a scene of them invading a chi blocking training facility, and they almost murder some people. Yeah, by was, the way, it was, again, it was not a right thing. Oh my god, these people are like they need some, but they need. Okay, I'll I'll go into the world and be like, guys. <laughs> this is not how you solve your problem you don't murdering does not solve problems 
uh, yeah. it makes bigger problems. That was my thing. Cause like, there's like a point where like, they like freeze people and you're like, okay, you freeze them to stop them. But like their entire heads were encased in ice. And I'm like, that's but how you did die. that too. And they were fine. No, but I'm pretty sure she eventually took them out. But anyway, so, uh, no, she took them some, out, but they weren't dead. Yeah. But so there's some iffy practices there. So they invade the thing and they take out some chi blockers and then they keep doing that. And so it's like, it gets a lot of publicity and everything is good. And then she's like, yo, Even Aman. though she's avoiding her uh, pro-bending practice. She, is she stuff. avoiding it or she's busy? She's busy. She's too busy for it. Yeah. Um, which kind of makes the guys Because, like, sad. it doesn't seem like, like, again, it doesn't seem like she's, like, a, like avoiding it to avoid Mako because he's got a new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm doing something else. I'm, I am the avatar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... That's going. Oh yeah, and then uh, back to the before. No, well, before Cora is like, "Yo, Amon, let's duke it out one on one. Don't bring any of your peeps. I won't bring my peeps, and then we will fight." Like at on midnight on Ang Memorial Island. Tony um, Stark, this is my address. Come and get exactly, me, Mandarin. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. And so I'm like, okay, that's a terrible idea, lady. I didn't think it was a terrible idea. I mean, granted, she, like she doesn't know fully what she's like doing. I don't think. I, you can't really trust Amon to be like, yeah, I'm not going to bring any of my people along. Yeah, you did point out, like, we'll, we'll get to it later, but I think we need to go to the other B, po- B yeah. plot point. So this is like the last kind of B plot point where the, it's like a romantic carriage ride through the park. It's like Mako one of those like, like cycly ones, except it's with a motor. Yeah, it's like motorized. Yeah. Um, And so so they're talking There's about- another f- about the stupid scarf. It's like, it's like, why didn't you take the scarf I bought you? And he's like, the scarf belonged to my father. Oh it's my like, god! <laughs> and she's like, I feel like it's somebody oh that like I'd be super into when I was like fourteen, <laughs> like when I was kind of getting into when I was like kind of like trying to be a goth person and like yeah. be broody and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But like again, I was fourteen. Yep, yep. And so, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's I lost my mom is dead too." By the way, and he's like, "Oh man," she's just like, "I I feel so protected when I'm with you," and he's like, "Oh." And then they're like, mm, and then, and that's it. Oh, also question. I don't. Yeah. I forget if we were brought this up again. We might have. Is Asami a bender? No. Okay. I think you mentioned in the commentary, but I wasn't sure if you heard me. But her, yeah, no, her family is just rich. Benders. Yeah, they're just rich. They don't bend. All right. Hmm. So yeah, she's the the non bender because like when you make up the whole team, then you got uh, you got you- Korra, Mako, Bolin, Asami, and so you got Korra, which is like she's like the water. water and then you get fire, earth, and then not many. No. But then you need a fifth person for airbending. Yeah, sure. Like, everybody forgets. I know that there are many airbenders left, but everybody forgets about it. Like, guys, that's a thing. That's a good point. Um, so that's the end of the B-plot there. So we're done with that romantic subplot. For now. For now. We'll get back to it very shortly. All right. Um, so then Cora goes to the Memorial Island, and then she waits there. And it's midnight, and then it doesn't come, and she's like, oh, I guess I gotta leave. And so she gets up to leave, but then she is ambushed. Yeah, Amon cheats. Amon cheats by bringing, like, 20 guys. Yeah, like, dude, like guy. Dude, like, guy. where is the honor I, among, I, yeah. among these folks? Like, again, like, if you're, like, doing, like, equal thing, this person saying, hey, one-on-one, like, don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that happens. And, she's, and then she also gets, like, her bending taken away for a bit. No. Well, she gets, like, chi-blocked. 
Uh, okay. So I she can't she really can... move. She's kind of momentarily. She can't really do much. Mm-hmm. And then Amon comes and then she's like, "Oh man, he's gonna take my power." I was. I, but then I he doesn't. I was gonna say I didn't think he was gonna take away her powers, but like it looked like he was about to, and I'm like, "That's the dumbest thing you could do." <laughs> so he looked like he was about to, but then he doesn't. He's like, "No, it's a terrible idea." We kind of talked about this earlier on in the episode. Um, we said, "No, you can't really do it right now because then she would just be a martyr, and then people would rally against her side." Uh, he's like, "I'm gonna save you for last because we got a bunch of other stuff to do right now." So we're gonna we're gonna duke it out sometime but not today so but you know i smart on him on like not taking away bending he's a smart guy yeah so, yeah so he knocks her out and then later and then there's like a weird flashback moment and then we're like oh what's this why is everyone young ah but, uh, but they didn't even look that but they weren't like young young no they were like adults they weren't like avatar let's airbender young no they're like adults, adults. So, um, and then you're like, oh, what's this? But before we have answers to that, Korra wakes up and Tenzin comes in. And then Korra's like, oh. She admits that she's scared. And then she cries a lot. And then that's the episode. Yeah. I <laughs> like end it. on her crying. No, but I like that, though, because, like, she's oh, yeah. been that's this, like, constant, ending. like, tough person. Yes. And then, like, finally something scares the hell out of her. Yes. And, like, she wasn't admitting it because then it's kind of like, well, then I'm not this tough person anymore. Mm-hmm. But like Tenzin, who is kind of like a father figure, even though she he has is. a father. He's very much a father figure, yeah. Even though she has a father. It's, people can have more than one dad. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but so then like she like there's some vulnerability saying like, no, I'm terrified. Yeah. I don't I don't think she admits that like she if she loses her bending power, then what is she? I don't think she admits she that. She doesn't talk about that necessarily, but she does admit like that she's very scared. She's so terrified. Yeah. So then take her off of the damn task force. Yeah, for real. Yeah. But that's kind of where we end on that episode. Um, so what are your thoughts on this episode? That it's it's a lot kind of similar to the last episode and where we really kind of talk about more of that main plot mm-hmm. with these equalists and what the other side is doing to combat them. We get introduced to a few more characters. We get Tarlock, who seems like a not great guy. He's kind of a total dick. Yeah. Um, and then we also get introduced to uh one of the, the lovely Asami. So Oh you love you love her, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't, like, for right now, I think it's because, like, I don't know enough about her to have, like, a yeah. full-on opinion. Yeah. Like, no, I, I it's mean, only her introduction. she looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She's got amazing hair. Mm-hmm. But, and I mean, like, she kind of just seemed like one note in this character saying, like, oh, yeah, I'm this, I'm this person. Yeah. Like, there was, a, and like, she seemed like, okay, I guess. I really wasn't, I didn't feel like there was much personality. Yeah, early on. No. Because early on, I think she's mostly introduced to be, like, the other girl, you know what I mean? Like, it's weird because like you think that you, you got another guy, then you just make that the love triangle. Then then it's a lovely square and everybody is done. But no, not oh, quite great. how that happens. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I kind of like the fact that like you get the core gets more de- like you get to like a core expresses like some more. Yeah, I say like the person who got the most development in this episode was Cora. Yeah, which is good. I agree. Yeah, because she's the main character. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that. And, like, the fact that... Also, like, I remember, like, you saying that, like... Like, we talked about this before. Like, this was technically... It's only supposed to be, like, the only season. It was just be 12 episodes. Yeah. And I kind of feel that. Yeah. Because, like, they already got, like, the first time that, like, the villain and the hero, con- like, have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's... It's, like, episode four. It's, like, I feel like they're just, like, going... Like, like I mean, it's, like, paced enough so that, like, it feels like this is going to end in, like, eight more episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's that's also like i don't know if i kind of noticed but it kind of feels like each episode like there's like the, the first two episodes which are kind of like piloty mm-hmm. and it kind of like these two episodes are also kind of like connected yeah so yeah kinda, yeah it kind of feels like this they, is they like go in pairs yeah it kind of feels like it's like technically like six like hour long episodes yeah is that how it works that's it that's really how it feels like i'm kind of looking at the lineup of the episodes and that's really kind of if you look at how they're paired 
yeah, it's it, it really seems like two episodes make one as it kind of goes along. So that's kind of, so we're kind of going at a good pace with that then. Yeah, cool. So apparently you're excited for the next episode. Um, the episode is just one that I have a lot of feelings about, and anybody who's seen the show before knows why. Um, <laughs> I haven't. So I have no idea what's going to happen. So this is one I've, I've been complaining about without really mentioning it by name. Um, so, yeah. So and Any other thoughts before we end? I think you summed up everything I had really had to say about this episode. I thought it was yeah. a great episode. Um, yeah, it was a good episode. Yeah. About Kara. Cora, um, I liked everything that plot i think the equalists are a really interesting setup amon's a really good villain yeah i mean i also kind of like the idea of like it's like clear that like neither side is correct and you just need somebody yes. to be like hey like you have these points which are good and these points which are wrong same as you guys let's figure this out yeah well that's interesting because if we, only there was an avatar because <laughs> we see that with uh tarlock as well because tarlock is obviously on the the pro more of a pro bender kind of side um but we know he's kind of shady f so, you know, you're not really towards his side either. So we're, we're caught somewhere in the middle, I think, as an audience, and which is where we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cool. And then, um, so that's all the time we have for this episode uh, today. Uh, join us for our next episode where we will review uh, episodes five and six, The Spirit of Competition, and the winner is dot, dot, dot. Uh, if you like this episode want to check out more, check out our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at Witty Clothes. Follow us on Facebook at Witty Clothes Productions. Email us if you want to at um, wittyclothes at gmail.com. And like, subscribe, share with your friends, do all that crazy stuff. All right, until next time, I am your host, Kaylin Clothier. With me is my co-host, Darwin. <laughs> all right, we will see you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.